It is the 200 level episode 197. It's a damn shame. And I'm sitting here on an emergency pod on a what? Thursday afternoon. And you know, it's funny. I was actually going to have a podcast recorded earlier today. When school got out, I had this big notepad thing on my phone of all these topics I was going to hit, things that needed to happen in the off season to feel really good about Illinois basketball. I was going to continue the optimistic bend that we started on with the last podcast, Reasons to be Cheerful. I don't have reasons to be cheerful today. Maybe I will. I'll try to find silver linings in the next 20, 30 minutes. I don't anticipate this is going to be the longest of podcasts, but it is a bit of a vent session. And there are a few different angles here outside of just Adam Miller transferring. Now, I'm going to start by saying I harbor no ill will towards Adam Miller or Alan Griffin or any other guy, Mark Smith, for example, even though I just find that situation kind of funny. But I don't harbor any ill will towards these guys that decide they don't want to play for Illinois anymore. It is their life. They are not beholden to this university any more than anybody else's. So for Adam, wherever he goes, good luck. If he goes to Michigan, of course, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. We don't know where he's planning on going, but he'll have a long list of suitors. He started every game for the number two ranked team in the nation, and he's going to be a damn good player. And he was going to be a centerpiece for next year's team and presumably the next three seasons. But now he's leaving. And there's a whole host of questions that we need to ask ourselves, not just about Adam Miller, but about the program. Where is it going? About college basketball and the transfer portal, which is just a bloated mess right now. And also as fans, we need to ask ourselves, well, what are we going to do going forward as fans in terms of becoming attached to these teams, in terms of giving ourselves emotionally into it? Because I tell you what, everything is so in flux. And it seems like every year, rosters are going to change so dramatically that it's going to be difficult to have any continuity and have that attachment that we're used to having with teams. Again, I'm going to harp on this a few times today. It is entirely within the rights of the players to do this. And I'm going to defend their rights to do it, even if they transfer away from Illinois. But a side effect of that or a byproduct of that is going to be less of a connection between fans and the teams they root for. I think that's just inevitable. And <laughs> man, I, I, I just, my head's swimming. I'm going to be honest. This is going to be one of those podcasts, like a few from a couple weeks ago, where there's going to be some dead air as I try to collect my thoughts and make sure that I'm putting something coherent out there. But I'll be honest, too, as I was sitting here stewing and looking at my phone, I said, wait a second, flip on the microphone and do a podcast. As an Illini fan, I am getting sick, sick and tired of getting the rug pulled out from under me. You can't change teams. I can't say that all of a sudden I'm going to become a Michigan fan. That would, on the whole, be a lot easier. Yeah, I know they lost in the Elite Eight. Yes, I was happy from a little bit of schadenfreude that Jawan Howard and that team to make the Final Four, but would it be easier to just be a Michigan fan? Things seem to just go better for them than an Illini fan. Is this a bit of self-pitying? Absolutely. Am I complaining? Absolutely. But right now, it sucks to be an Illini fan. And the last two, year, two weeks, excuse me, in particular, have been among the worst in my Illini fandom. And I think young and old Illini fans can relate to that. Talk about getting the rug pulled out from under you. To lose in the manner in which you did to Loyola. Ayo DeSumo, your best player in a generation, scores nine freaking points and is terrible on defense in his final game as an Illini. <laughs> like, 
only Illini fans, it feels like, deal with this. And you just add it to the list. And every worst instinct that I kept at bay this year, every worst instinct of you know avoiding Murphy's Law and thinking that, well, something bad's going to happen to me because I'm an Illini fan, now all those instincts are coming back. And why wouldn't they be? Why is this happening? Why is Adam Miller, the guy who started every freaking game this year, deciding to transfer out? And maybe we'll get details, maybe we won't. But it is, it is shocking. And I really, really hate, or not, let me rephrase, I don't hate doing the podcast when negative things happen. It's an outlet, and I hope you get some entertainment out of it. But I much more enjoy talking about positives. That was fun for about three, four months. And then, <laughs> here we are. This feels familiar, doesn't it? But man, this is shocking. So before I get too far into it, got to remind you, DP Dough, drown your sorrows in a delicious calzone, piping hot, delivered to your doorstep from dpdo.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones, $6 premium and construction zones at dpdo.com. Fourth and Kirby, online at fourthandkirby.com. You might as well get your Illini football swag. You know, it's funny. I was looking through my Illini shirts on Tuesday and I wore the vintage football shirt with the big guy on it because I just wasn't quite in the mood for basketball yet. I'll bust out the Corey Bradford shirt next, but hey, they got plenty of Illini football swag if you just don't want to think about basketball right now, and I don't blame you, but 4thandkirby.com, coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at 4thandkirby.com. Rector Construction, that's R-E-C-T-O-R construction.com. Everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. Not only are these guys great at what they do, but they are great citizens of Champaign-Urbana. We're really happy to have them as part of the 200 level. And you can go online to rectorconstruction.com for a free estimate today. Finally, State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business renters, you name it. Brian and his staff will hook you up. They hooked me and Kara up with a homeowners and auto bundle. Great prices. And the process was so easy. Thanks to Brian and his professional staff. Go online to brianismyguy.com. Got to think of Lana Inquirer, and that's going to be the place to be all offseason. And they got a bunch of tidbits, including the transfer portal, which I thought was going to be more supplementary for Illinois and not something that you'd lose a freaking 30-game starter to. But I digress. Lana Inquirer. And, of course, the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. Partners with the 200 level, I need to take a drink of my coffee. One sec. Should be just straight whiskey at this point. Okay. Uh, Do I go directly into the self-loathing, self-pitying part, or do I start with Adam Miller? Okay, let's start with the disaster that is Adam Miller transferring out. Of course, as time goes on, we will get into the bargaining phase. The rationalizing, well, he left, but we got the transfer portal. We could get an Armand Franklin from Indiana, which, by the way, Armand Franklin, come on down. The starting shooting guard position is yours, and you could do worse. Can you find guys to make up that production? You can. So if we want to start with a silver lining, there you go. But can you find many guys that started 30-plus games in your system, which I know Underwood is flexible with that system, so that's good news, playing alongside a guy like Andre Corbello, thinking that you had some chemistry, that you had a good rapport. You're trying to build this culture. You know, we, we harped on that, and it really felt like we had turned a corner with that. And then a cornerstone of that, I know he was a freshman, but a cornerstone of this culture that you were building, Adam Miller, who embodied everything that you wanted to in a freshman, played his butt off on defense, 
He overcame some struggles on offense. And by the end of the year, was one of your more polished and consistent contributors. He's gone. He's in the transfer portal. Now, I know some people are saying, well, hey, he could always pull himself out. Theoretically, he could. But this is... (laughs) This isn't like, you know, you break up with a high school girlfriend or something, and then two months later, you're both bored, and you say, oh, let's just go back out again. I, I think the ties are probably severed when you announce this through the national writers, like a Jeff Goodman. You get the word out there, you post on Instagram, as Adam Miller did, I transfer. And this is the funny thing about the image. He's in the Illinois uniform. It's the I, the block I, I transfer. <laughs> Can you use image and likeness like that? Listen, I hope that all these players get to use their image and likeness to make money, Adam Miller included, wherever he plays. But wow, guys. Wow. Uh, What the hell's going on? So it is impossible when this happens to not think back to maybe an Alan Griffin. Now, I remember being shocked by that. And listen, last summer, we had enough things to think about when Alan Griffin transferred out, you know, the pandemic and all that where we thought, well, Alan Griffin, probably Kofi, and probably Iowa are going to be gone. And we didn't know what we would have coming in. And we thought, well, that's it. So can things change? Absolutely. Can Kofi still come back? I guess. But how attractive of a destination is this going to be for Kofi? Now that you're losing everybody, it seems like. But this is a disturbing trend. And I know that each individual circumstance has, well, different circumstances. And when you go to the Alan Griffin thing, that had its own issues. And I'm presuming that the Adam Miller thing has entirely different issues. But you cannot continue to lose key contributors year after year, transfer portal era or not. You cannot continue to do that. So how much of this do I put on Brad Underwood without knowing the ins and outs of it? For all I know, Brad Underwood is being thrown for a complete loop right now. He had no idea about this. That's just as likely as the alternative where he had an idea that this was coming. Adam Miller, a guy that said all the right things about being, you know, an Illini guy. Illini Nation had a tweet a couple weeks ago saying Illini Nation is back where it needs to be. A kid from Peoria playing alongside DeMonte, you know, and, and Io and guys that, ah, oh man, guys, I'm already, I'm already freaking losing it here. Where to go? Let's talk about what this roster could look like next year. Let's just get that out of the way. We don't know what it's going to look like. We presumed that Adam Miller was going to be the starting shooting guard. We thought that he might even be your best player next to Andre Curbelo. That as long as you have those two guys, you can build around them. And I thought that was the truth. And now you just have one more hole to fill. Now, you can fill it. And I mentioned Armand Franklin earlier from Indiana, and there seems to be some smoke around that. If he were to transfer out of Indiana and he's not into the Mike Woodson, Thad Mata situation over there, which is still kind of amusing to me that they're going that route. So let's say you got a six foot four um, Armand Franklin who can score and can play defense, played pretty well against Illinois in both of those games, a Big Ten starter. Okay, you can minimize the impact. Though I think as we looked at a guy like Franklin, we thought, well, why not just add him to the backcourt that we already have? And then you add Luke Goody as well. Okay, we could go with that. But this is something where you need to get an Armand Franklin and you need to get somebody else. In a guard driven game, as much as I love Andre Curbelo and Hope to God he doesn't go anywhere. Jesus. If he does, just quit. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get Nancy Faye levels of bad. And I was going to touch on that topic in a happier podcast, but I'll leave the Nancy Faye thing with her three transfers leaving the program. I'll leave that out of it. But you need more than just an Armand Franklin to get that backcourt in a position to be in the top half of the Big Ten again. 
How do you get those guys? I don't know. They're in the transfer portal. Hundreds of guys. You, you're probably even in the thousands by now or over a thousand people that are in the transfer portal, meaning that the options are almost endless. And now it comes down to evaluating which guys can come in and give you a rather seamless transition to the next phase of the Underwood era. But this is troubling for the Underwood era. We're in year four, and each year he's improved. Exponentially so. You look at the records, and it's pretty remarkable. And you go 19-4 and four against conference opponents this year, and yeah, you had an All-American and a second-team All-American. But you still got to give credit to Underwood for the coaching job he did, which went, I think, a little bit underappreciated this year, all things considered. Whether or not it's the genius of Stephen Gentry or the defensive prowess of Chin Coleman that are helping him out, he did a great job coaching. But this attrition... You're starting to add up here. And Alan Griffin, of course, was the big one before that. You still could have used an Alan Griffin this year. And now Adam Miller. And this hurts much more because unlike an Alan Griffin, it felt like Adam Miller was going to be potentially the next face of the program alongside Andre Corbello. You had your two guys. And the best eras of Illini basketball that I've lived through, they seem to transition from face of the program to the next face of the program. Even when I was younger, a Deion Thomas to a Kawan Garris. And then he had Corey Bradford to Frank Williams, even though they played together. But Corey was the face for a couple years. Then Frank took over. And then you got into Brian Cook and then Dean Darren. In other words, your long-term success usually is accompanied by faces that become familiar and guys that play for three, four years and are, let's be honest, stars, studs. I thought Adam Miller was going to be that. I thought Alan Griffin could have turned out to be that. Even though he had some inconsistency this year for Syracuse, I'll take a guy that could score 15 points a game and get you eight rebounds. Could have used him. Could use him again next year. Nope, he's gone. Adam Miller, gone. Add him to the list. Adam. <laughs> Adam to the list. That could have been the title of this stupid podcast. So I don't know. How much do I put on Underwood? <laughs> We're reeling here, right? I guess this is the problem with emergency pods is that you're just kind of reacting to all of this. Um, you know, I've been texting with Isaac and Trevor and we're all kind of in the grieving phase. I even was talking to Kara about this and this news threw me for a complete loop and I say, I freaking hate sports. And of course, I didn't use the word freaking. Yankees losing extra innings to the freaking Blue Jays because Aaron Judge can't get a hit to save his life today. And then 10 minutes later, I find out Adam Miller is transferring out. And I think, why the hell do I root for teams in the first place? And I know world's smallest violin for the Yankees fan over here, but more specifically, why do I root for this freaking program, Illinois sports, when what it does more often than not is disappoint you? You can't choose who you root for. I mentioned earlier in the podcast, if I could, maybe I'd just jump ship and go for a fan base that has a little bit more consistent success and their disappointments are, ah, dog, doggone it, we lost in the Sweet 16. Whereas our disappointments are, oh, you had a once-in-a-generation team and you lose in the second freaking round to Loyola. It is impossible to not lump all these frustrations together and think, why is it that we continue to find ourselves in these positions, specifically as Illini fans? And why is it that Underwood with the immense success that he has built in four years, why is it that I feel like I can't trust him at this moment? Why is it that I feel less like, oh, we built something and the future is bright and more like, well, we just missed our damn championship window because you couldn't adjust in a 40-minute game against Loyola. You see, that's where it's gravitating towards. After I had spent a week and a half trying to convince myself, and maybe that was the bargaining phase 
the five stages of grief after that Loyola game, bargaining and reasoning and rationalizing with myself that, you know what, ultimately, I think things are going to be okay. Well, as I sit here today, I don't think things are going to be okay. And it's going to take a hell of a lot of work in the transfer portal and maybe a tie tie Washington. But all of a sudden, you went from the sexy freaking team in college basketball for about a month and then poof, gone. No opportunity to build on what you had done for four months because you allowed yourself to exit the tournament early. And now, Namari Burnett probably going to Alabama. Ty Ty Washington, sounds like Kansas likes him. Good luck with that. Adam Miller, gone. But here's Armand Franklin. Again, I'll take him. But that's not where you were two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, you were thinking, well, let's go to the Final Four. Let's win a damn national title. And boy, we are set. We got our coach. We're gonna, the recruits are just going to want to pour into Illinois. And here we sit in this level of uncertainty. When three weeks ago, we'd won the Big Ten tournament, secured a one seed, and we were the number two team in the nation. Pisses me off. Wasted opportunity. And now it feels like it is, you know, its tentacles are now spreading into, you know, the future of the program. Because you couldn't capitalize on it. And we talked about how the legacy of the team that we just saw the legacy of the team that we just saw is going to be so contingent on what they do going forward. Good start, huh? Good freaking start. Man, it stays like this where I wish I could slap the parental advisory sticker on this podcast and just go. As a, <laughs> as a sixth grade teacher, probably not a good idea working for a school district. So we replace certain words with frickin'. The most I'll go is Jesus, which, listen, I don't mean to use the Lord's name in vain on this weekend of all weekends, but man, oh man, there are not enough words to encapsulate how frustrated I am with this current situation. But then it also got me thinking about fandom, and I'll say this for the third time today, transfer portal, it's a good thing. Players should have the freedom to do that. Players shouldn't have to sit out a year when they transfer. Players should be paid and make money, or I should say make money off their image and likeness. I'm for all of that. So that's, I'm holding that truth in one hand. In the other hand, I'm holding the truth that the way that we found ourselves attached to Illini basketball teams from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010, well, 2010 sucked. So <laughs> bad decade, Never mind. ignore that. But the way we found ourselves getting attached to good Illini basketball teams when the program was at its best, I think those days are over. And I don't want to be too much of a prisoner of the moment, but this is the new paradigm. This is how it's going to be in college basketball. And you can use that to your advantage and have wild success on the court. And I hope to God that Underwood finds a way to do that. And it starts now because you better make hay in the transfer portal. Hey, you got starting positions left and right. I mean, Andre Corbello, can he, can he get on the phone with these guys and try to recruit him? Because you're going to need to say, here's our point guard, and we're building around Andre Curbelo. And hey, that's, there are worse places to start than that. But as we build this roster, a guy here, a guy there, and then you just sort of do this patchwork thing like a lot of teams will be doing in this era of the transfer portal, it's going to be more and more difficult to build that bond and attachment with the team. And as a fan that looks back so fondly on the best Illini teams, it is a bit of a shame to feel like, you know what, even when we have good teams, and it could be as recent as next year, right? Next season could be good if they fill out the roster. I don't know, but it's going to be different. It is going to be different. We are not going to have that same sort of emotional connection to it because you won't get to know these guys. And once you do, 
you're going to fear that, well, they could be gone anyways. And Illinois is not the only program that is losing key contributors. They aren't. Creighton lost one of their starters from all season long. Um, I know North Carolina, they lost somebody. They lose their coach today. So we'll see what North Carolina does. Um, they have bigger fish to fry than even we do. But you know what? A program like that feels like, yeah, they'll be back. With Illinois, it feels like, damn it, we just missed our freaking shot. We blew it. We blew it. What's that? That's the last line of Easy Rider, right? We blew it, man. We blew it. Well, it feels like what just happened here in the last two and a half, three weeks. What a far cry from how we all felt. It's been a whirlwind of a month. I feel like I'm going to wake up April 2nd and think, was April 1st real? Did that really happen? Like, did we get another, you know, talk about a paper cut. This is more than a paper cut. This stings deep because it felt like we had another Illini guy. We had the dude from Peoria that would soon take his place among all the other great guys from Peoria that have played at this program. Frank, Marcus Griffin, Serge, and then DeMonte, the second generation, and now Adam Miller was going to carry that torch. There is something to be said for that. You know, as a kid, remember watching state championships when Peoria Manuel would get in there and understanding even at a young, young age the importance of a pipeline and the importance of getting Illinois guys to stay home. And that just builds that attachment to the program. And now you're telling me that it's fair game. Anybody can just transfer and anyone can and will <laughs> based on Underwood's track record here. Anyone can and will transfer. From what I understand, the guys in the know are completely shocked. I mean, you can look at Jeremy's Twitter timeline. He said it himself. I'm shocked. And these are guys that are plugged into the program. They follow it. T talked to Adam Miller, I think, in a press conference. What was it? Three, four weeks ago? I mean, this dude's polished. You want him on your team. Now he's not. For reasons that may be unknown to us, apart from a few whispers here and there, and we'll never know for sure, right? But regardless of what the reasoning is, it is just a massive hit when you can't afford to take that, assuming that Kofi will not come back at this point. And boy, why would you? I mean, maybe he could. Maybe, listen, maybe Kofi's going to be the guy to keep things afloat. You better, you need to put all your eggs in that basket now. You need to convince him that the image and likeness thing is going to make him a bunch of money. That with Corbello as point guard, he can still win Big Ten Player of the Year and be up there for National Player of the Year. And then build a roster around Andre Corbello and Kofi Coburn. You can do that. You can do that. But it feels like now your margin for error is exceedingly small. I mean, it is minuscule. So, man, I don't know, everybody. I sit here 22 minutes into this, and normally a podcast would be a little bit longer, but... I feel like I'm just running out of ideas because this is a very emotional reaction to something that is shocking. And everything I was going to talk about today, for the most part, I, I could talk about next week. But the one thing I can't really talk about is, well, hey, if this happens, this happens, and this happens, I think uh, I really like our chances next year to compete for a Big Ten title. That was the conversation. But you take Adam Miller out of the equation, all of a sudden, it's like, wake me up in October. Wake me up when there's actually a roster to talk about, because right now there isn't. Coleman Hawkins tweeted out, April Fools, Coleman Hawkins on the team found out through Twitter about this. You know, I'm not going to do this thing where I criticize 18 to 22 year olds for the decisions they make, because God knows if I would have been a high profile athlete and still done the stupid things that I did from 18 to 22, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe not public enemy number one, but people would have thought, man, you got some issues, kid, as many 18 to 22-year-old kids do. So Adam Miller seems to me a very put-together kid and has a pretty good understanding of where he's going and what he wants to be. So it's not that I'm questioning the decision, though it is puzzling, right? But it is a little bit weird that your teammates would find out about you leaving through Twitter. And this has happened with coaches too. So I'm not picking on Adam Miller here. I mean, coaches have had the, you know, meeting with the team after they take another job. That, that kind of stuff happens and coaches should be held accountable for that too. But it does sort of call into question all the, you know, starry-eyed optimism that we might have for college sports, which a lot of it's BS. But one thing that I still like to maintain as a fan is the idea that these guys spend all this time together. They build these bonds they become kind of like a brotherhood, right? And that's why we felt this connection to this team. And Adam Miller was a big part of that. And now we find out that just like that, the rug can be pulled out from his own, from under his own teammates. That Coleman Hawkins is going to find out and think, what? You kidding me? What, bro? What? You're leaving? Since when? April Fool's, right? But it's not April Fool's. This is just how it is, I guess. You know, listen, there are far bigger crimes than saying, you know what, I'm I'm taking my talents elsewhere. But it just, it is hard for me to wrap my head around this notion that you would spend a year during this pandemic, essentially in a bubble, only with these guys, and they have no freaking idea until they find out that Jeff Goodman tweets this, that, oh, Adam Miller's in the transfer portal. You know, someone I had said that, we had our chance and we blew it, such as the life in Illini fans. Someone said hyperbolic. Uh, I, hope, I hope it isn't. Or sorry, I hope it is. Excuse me. I hope it is hyperbolic. I hope it's an overreaction. But if you're telling me right now that eh, it'll be fine. Um, okay. Yeah. Kofi comes back. Sure. We get Armand Franklin. Sure. We supplement the rest of our roster with guys from the transfer portal that are studs. Sure. Can that all happen? It could. But when you have the season you have had, and these are the three weeks that you've had since you got the NCAA tournament, when you go from that high to this low, that's a bit jarring. And of course, it's going to call into question the confidence that we should have for Underwood to truly be building this thing beyond just a one, two-shot deal. We can take the last two years as a package deal and say, that was pretty cool. And Io was an essential part of that. And Kofi was an essential part of that. And a pretty good supporting cast. But most of those guys are going to be gone. Sounds like Trent, he's gone. DeMonte, we'll see. But as much as I love DeMonte, him coming back for a fifth year, or I guess six, because he did sit out his freshman year for an injury, that is not going to offset the loss of Trent, Adam Miller, Io DeSumo, and then if Kofi leaves, whoa, good luck. I mean, maybe Luke Goody's Larry Bird part two, you know, or Steve Kerr, I should say, because he is a shooting guard. Maybe Coleman Hawkins takes an astounding leap next year. But you're losing way too much talent to afford losing Adam Miller and not have to really make up for it. So I hope it's hyperbolic. I hope you're right. Uh, Who is this guy? Ezrael is AIM. Sure. Whatever. I hope you're right. That is hyperbolic. But, uh, Charlie had tweeted out because <laughs> I had said, good thing I didn't record a happy 200 level this afternoon. It would have set the record for least timely podcast ever. And, and Charlie, I was going to record this at, during my lunch hour, but then the Yankees were on and I decided to watch them blow a 
blow their opener in extra innings. And Charlie said, recorded at 1 p.m. Adam Miller is going to be a huge presence for this team next season. Drops at 3 p.m. And then the rolling, laughing emoji, which that's exactly what it had been. That's exactly what it would have been. Joe had uh, tweeted out to me, I would have liked to change my hopefully back on the map comment from last week to clearly not back. And also, I now remember this season very differently. I mean, listen, the future seasons are going to impact how we view the 2021 team. There's no doubt about that. Uh, this is from Chase. I don't think we're going to miss single-digit PP uh, points per game in defense that was always second behind that bad. Sure, he may have developed great or could have been a bust. We'll be just fine. I hope you're right, Chase. But I thought that Adam Miller was primed for a huge sophomore year. Scott says, LOL, stop a Carp. If we can't find somebody that can give you more than Miller did this season, then we don't need a blanking basketball team. Let him take his butt elsewhere. Scott, I need more of what you're drinking. Right? I need a little bit of pick-me-up. Like, psh, we don't need him. I would love to take the approach, ah, who needs him? But as an Illini fan, I, we don't have the luxury to do that. We don't have the national title in the, in the rafters. We don't have a Final Four appearance in the last 16 years. We don't have a Big Ten regular season title, at least according to the books, for another 16 years. So I would love to take your approach, Scott. Who needs him? I just can't. Uh, from Jalen Gallows, I, I blew, butchered your name. I apologize. Wait for the full transfer and recruiting trail to run. Let's see where we land in November. I still think we'd be pretty dang good. Again, we can. But now it is a steep mountain to climb. Freaking steep Hey, hey, hey. From Kyler, with so many transfers out there, this is a little much. Let's see how this roster looks three months from now before we say that. See, now you guys are helping me out. <laughs> Bring me back down to earth. Okay, let's keep it a 30-minute pod, an emergency pod. It's a damn shame. It's Adam shame. Hey, hey, hey. When I come back next week, maybe we can talk. Hey, Armand Franklin signed with Illinois. Okay, cool. All right, let's start. Pair him in the backcourt with Andre Crabello. I like that. All right. You know, build it bit by bit, brick by brick, right? But uh, good golly, Miss Molly. What a day. Happy April Fools, everybody. <laughs> Hasn't been fun. All right. Um, before I get out of here, DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 Calzone, $6 premium and construction zones at dpdoe.com. Got to thank 4th and Kirby online at 4th and Kirby.com. Coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at 4th and Kirby.com. Rector Construction, that's R E C T O R Construction.com. And uh, you can go there for a free estimate on any home project. That's Rector Construction.com. And finally, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen online at BrianIsMyGuy.com. No coupon code needed. You get great State Farm prices and personalized service at BrianIsMyGuy.com. Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network. Thank them for their partnership with the 200 level. You know, I remember a few weeks ago thinking, you know, the 200th, 200 level is going to be something fun. A whole hell of a lot of good things have to happen for that to be the case. We're going to have fun regardless. Thank you for letting me kind of use this as a vent session. Is this the most cogent thing I put out there? No, no, it isn't. But hey, that's why my Twitter moniker is Fanboy Carp. I'm a fan. I'm pissed. I am disappointed. I am bummed. I am worried. I'm all those worse instincts uh, or worse emotions. And as I mentioned before, I think as Illini fans, our instincts gravitate towards that because we continue to get kicked in the gonads time and time again, or so it feels. But um, hopefully I have better news to share next time. <laughs> hopefully over this Easter weekend, something, something happens. Um, but in the meantime, I appreciate you guys listening. You can rate and review us 
on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. We've got a great new listening base. I know that this basketball season really helped us find some new years, and they've stuck around even after the season. So thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, even in the midst of my incoherent rambling, which I know it is sometimes incoherent, I hope it's at least entertaining and maybe cathartic for some of you because this stinks, and I want good news to come Illinois' way after four months of great news and then three weeks of are you kidding me? This has been three weeks of worst case scenario. So we need to turn the, we need to flip the script again. Back to the good news. All right, this is Deccan inside of your head from our latest album, Fever Dreams, anywhere music is streaming. I'm going to get out of here and uh, this coffee is not strong enough. So we need uh, something a little bit stronger to get through the rest of this Thursday evening. I'll see you soon. Stay safe, stay healthy. It is the 200 level. Mm-hmm.